The views expressed in the podcast you are about to listen to are the opinions of the presenter and the cast. None of us are official representatives of the companies we work for, and we are in no way responsible for what we say. If you are offended or otherwise afflicted by these opinions, please push the unsubscribe button in iTunes and go do something else. Animation Conversation Weekly Podcast for January 7th, 2010, show number 37. My name is Arne Dahl Saxel. And my name is Morten Amalev. And my name is Will Ashurst. And we will be guiding you through this show. Today on the first edition of ACP for 2010, we will do things a little bit different. Uh, there won't be any news today, and uh, we'll start out by reviewing the classic movie Heavy Metal. And after that, we'll try and sum up the last decade, talking about the things that defined the last 10 years in the animation industry. Uh, yeah, but first let's find out if sex, drugs and violence equals rock and roll. Here's a clip from the 1981 movie Heavy Metal, directed by Gerald Potterton. Mr. Potterton, hello. Columbia Pictures presents Heavy Metal, a trip beyond the future. To a universe you've never seen before. A universe of mystery. A universe of passionate fantasies. A universe of terrifying evil. A universe of magic. Heavy metal. came out in 1981. It's directed by, what, as he said, Gerald Potterton. Uh, checking out on Mr. Potterton. Uh, really, he's actually worked as an animator on The Yellow Submarine from 1968. And uh, the writing credits on this, <coughs> there's a long list because it's based on six short stories that all came out in the Heavy Metal magazine. Um, but uh, one of the guys, uh, actually for, for the first one, just to mention some of the guys that actually uh, did some of the screenplay, uh, there's Daniel Goldberg, who's actually producer on Hangover, the, and, and on Hangover too. That's coming out this year, or next year. Really? And, yeah. <laughs> that's actually quite. He's done. He's 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 done a lot of successful movies, Road Ooh. Trip, uh, and some other ones. I was and more surprised about Hangover Two coming out. <laughs> Didn't you like the first one? I loved it. Yeah. So why'd you be surprised? There's a second one coming out. Because the movie ended, and there's no like. Need for a second one. Oh, but they'll probably go to a bachelor party somewhere else, and um, or uh, 
but yeah. Anyways, uh, <laughs> another guy having writing credits on the on the first one. Some of them are they've done several, but just to give you an example, uh, on the first one, this other guy, Len Blum, Len Blum, or he's also um, screenplay credits credits on um, Over the Hedge. Just to kind of give you a oh. picture of what these guys have been working on. Um, were they all uh, comic book writers, or? I don't think any of them were comic book writers. I think it's just an adaptation of. Um, I might be wrong on this, but I think it's an, an adaptation of the, the stories from the heavy metal yes, magazine. Exactly what you said. Yeah. And uh, among the voice cast in this, uh, the movie, uh, the most famous one is John Candy. Mm-hmm. I thought I'd just, I'd just mention him. Yeah. Uh, I never grew up on heavy metal, the comics, so <laughs> I'm probably, I'm kind of, I feel I'm a bit out of my elements here. Um, but I can just, so basically it's, there's a framework that's supposed to tie together these six short stories. Uh, feel free to jump in if, <laughs> um, <laughs> it's, um. So there's this cube, this evil cube called... Oh, I'm, I've lost my... Um, isn't it sort of a pearl? Well, <laughs> or is it a rock, a sphere, isn't it? It's not a, a sphere, yeah. The, it's the Loch Nair. What it's called. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you laughing, Will? <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, God. The best recap ever. <laughs> no, no I'm, recap, though. <laughs> I, I'm just having... I don't know, I'm just having flashbacks of uh, seeing it. It's... Uh, <laughs> I'm just going to give a, a really quick recap of the, the six short stories. So it's basically this uh, the, the frame framing of the, 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 the what's supposed to tie this movie together in a sense is uh, this astronaut or space pilot brings back this sphere, not a cube, the the so-called Loch Nair, which is really evil in this trapped in a sphere, um, and the sphere kills. This astronaut is the father of a daughter, and uh, this uh, sphere is trying to show this daughter these stories that, uh, I don't know, somehow to convince her to give in to evil or something. something. It's not important. Not exactly. <laughs> Thank you. The first one's about this, it's, it's this taxi driver um, and this woman with a sphere. Oh, it's, yeah, it's, it's kind of... Um, <laughs> I don't know what to say. It's kind of words. Um, it's yeah, it's just. Words. It's a de- it's a de- detective story. The first one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And the second one is. Oh. It's this kid who turns in. What I feel about this movie just based on <laughs> my, my recap. So. Uh, yeah. Uh, the second one is about a nerdy boy who finds a sphere, and the the Loch Nard teleports him to this other universe, and he gets this new body. Yeah. And all these women find him attractive, and he has sex with them, and blah blah blah. Yeah. Second, third one, sorry, Captain Stern. It's called. Uh, it's basically this trial where stuff goes really bad. <laughs> and the fourth one, yeah, called B seventeen, which is for the bomber plane, which where everything takes place. Yeah. It's basically the Loch Nair revives all these dead pilots and turns them into zombies, and then it's all, ooh, ah, oh no, help me. What a great plot. Yes, very. And the fifth <laughs> one called So Beautiful, So da- or it's based on the comic uh, So Beautiful, So Dangerous, where it's basically this <laughs> the secretary that's abducted by aliens, and then these, this robot has sex with her. Yeah. And oh, there's, there's some really great, uh, there's some really great lines in this. Um, like, right after they've had sex, she says, I already have a boyfriend. And then the robot <laughs> says, What he doesn't know won't hurt him. And, and it's basically more of a commercial for dildos than anything else. Yeah. Um, sixth one is called Tarna, which is really Mobius-ish. Uh, anyways, so the, 
premise is this green sphere, the evil Loknar, turns this peaceful world into a world of savages. And this barb uh, warrior woman has to stop the Loknar, and it all happens in a very he manish by the power of Grayskull ending. <laughs> and just to reveal the whole thingamajig, the, which Why not? the movie together. I don't know, it's a spoiler, so if you don't want to know, <laughs> turn away for cover your ears for 20 seconds. But it turns out that the girl in the movie is the warrior woman in the end, which actually destroys the Loknar, which in turn, which in return, <laughs> Is destroyed, but the future her saves the past her, her past version. Yeah, I think that's kind of a. <clears throat> yeah, and she has a golden bird. Because her hair is gray in the end, so it has to be her. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, and I just realized I have a really ex- American accent at the end of the summary. So, anyways, that's my <laughs> kind of short recap of uh, or. Um, the summer. That's that's a good uh, recap as anyone else could have done. I'm sorry. Uh, it, it's <laughs> the, this movie is really strange, and, and we got for, to forget for men, oh, Sorry, we forgot to mention one thing, and that is that all of this is accompanied by songs by Black Sabbath, uh, Blue Oyster Cult, uh, Devo, Grand Funk Railroad, Nazareth, Stevie Nicks, Journey, and a lot of others. You kidding I, me? I thought because I was going to say I I thought the soundtrack was really rubbish. It but is. I can't say that now because <laughs> yeah, uh, but uh, there's a lot of classical music in between there, and I, I I liked the classical music. That was okay. Okay, that was actually done by the Royal Philharmonic Orchestra, but uh, the the English hmm. Philharmonic uh, mm-hmm. Orchestra. But um, the songs when they played it, they they played them so low that you couldn't really hear them. They were just they played the just a few lines from the, those songs and then they just faded them out and went into classical <laughs> mode music yeah, again. So uh, what's with the, what's up with the sound mix uh, on this movie? I, I saw the Blu-ray movie and it looked okay because they, they fixed everything. Wow. Uh, like the they fixed the images. But, yeah. um, but the sound is just the worst. <laughs> that's not the only thing that's awful. Oh, man. <laughs> I, think, I, I actually... I, before watching this, I had decided that I was going to hate this movie. <laughs> I, don't, I, I can't explain why. I just presumed. Yeah. Um, but the, there's, okay, just to, okay, the first one I thought, this isn't actually that bad. I mean, it's, the story is I bad. liked the first one. The first one I liked a lot. I thought yeah. it was really one, well done. It's got this Mobius slash Transmetropolitan. I know Transmetropolitan is made yeah. after. But anyway, it started just, out so good. <laughs> yeah. I, I love the, the soundtrack because it's got that pink, it's kind of like a cheesy Pink Floydy kind of vibe to the soundtrack on that one. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, that, I, I, like, I like the first one and I like the last one. And, and all the ones in between, what Crap. the fuck? Sorry, I'm, I mean, it's... <laughs> Sorry for swearing, but it seemed like they were written so by kids. Bad. Yeah, yeah. It's just an excuse to show you know gratuitous sex and, and nude, nude women. Basically, it's it just yeah, <laughs> words. I, 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 yeah, I I had uh, this. I think of the third. Is it the third story? The tuning uh, the captain, uh, the the trial. Uh, the second one with the kid, the superhero yeah, the kid. kid. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was just, that was just <laughs> retarded. Yeah, it's, it was. Uh, I mean, I just everything about it was awful. I didn't really understand what was going on, and nothing ever ended. It was just that was it. The 
Oh, and then there's some sex, and then, ooh, ah, and there's some really bad dialogue. And yeah. It's just an excuse. The whole movie is an excuse to show speculative uh, scenes. Yeah. But visually, visually, I actually like the last one the best. I thought that uh, I actually quite liked the, the the visual style, and that was extremely Mobius. Yeah, one, if there's anything positive about this movie, it's just that they mix up a lot of styles, and yeah. you get to they they yeah. got to try out a, a bunch of different styles, and some of them were interesting, and some of them were just rubbish. But if you compare this to like the Animatrix, yeah, sure. Th- I mean. Ugh. <laughs> it blows it away. Yeah, it's just it's it's not it's, it's not even fair to compare them. I feel. Yeah, I feel sorry for the hundreds of animators that worked on this movie. Uh, they, I think there were uh, different teams that did all the scenes. Okay. Yeah, di- like different, the... different studios did all different. Yeah. The different stories were done by different studios. Yeah, so some of them were done in France and some were done in the States and. All over the well, place. I just can't for the it's... life of me figure. If you're going to spend that much time on something and that much money, I mean, God, just, uh, the story. <laughs> I mean, honestly, it's not that difficult. Just, just spend more than a few hours on the story, and that, you know. Maybe it's for the audience who read the comic books, uh, and you know, the comics comic books were probably made for. Uh, Twelve-year-old uh, guys who. Uh, Kind of, who got hold of this magazine somehow? Yeah. You know, um, hard rock fans. I mean, yeah. I mean, if you if you know the if you if you if, if it's been part of you growing up the heavy metal comics, then I can understand. Yeah. You might really like it for other reasons, but it's still not an excuse to make bad quality stories. Stories. Or, yeah. Uh, like the the bomber plane. It's it's just. I, it I quite like that one. <laughs> But really? it's just, it just really reminds me of, uh, uh, there's, there's this, I only know the Norwegian title for it, but it's, it's Kallegras. Hmm. It's basically these horror stories in comic formats. It's, it's a bit oh. like the Twilight Zone as well. It reminded me an awful lot of that. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the, uh, the sort of weird stories that don't really go anywhere, but, uh, there's no, there's nothing really, ex- there's nothing explained. There's no narrative and it's, yeah. ah. Oh, I actually, I turned it off. I had to. I I couldn't get past the fourth story. I oh. uh, I thought. I actually thought. You know, I want to watch the rest of this. I'll get back to watching it. But uh, you, uh, you missed out on the uh, alien abduction. <laughs> no, I did see that one. I did see that one. The heavy metal uh, aliens who sniffed coke off the floor. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. Dishwasher. And then I think something. I think it was a robot sex that finally did it for me. I just thought, right, this is. This is getting odd now, and uh, I, I thought right. Basically, a dildo that talks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good, yeah. but, but there uh, hasn't there hasn't been made that many uh, great movies about dildos that talk. So this is this is like yeah. This is probably the the first okay movie about talking dildos. Could you be something? I mean, you can quote me on that, by the way. <laughs> so what do you think about the animation quality uh, Will me uh, varied I, I loved the first one I, I, I admit I really liked it as a film and I thought the, st- I, the style really uh, was great with all the, the background mm-hmm. animation with all the weird futuristic uh, sort of objects you know how things were going to be I, I love I love seeing films from the 80s depicting how it's going to be in about five years time <laughs> so that's really interesting but 
other than that, all the others, which the backgrounds were just boring and you didn't really feel involved in it. And, uh, yeah. but, but did you find that voiceover very taxi driver ish? Yeah. Yeah. It was all kind of film noir, wasn't it? It was mm. all, uh, that's what was the taxi I, driver. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. it, it was all a bit. Scorsese. Yeah, I know. I was hoping the rest of the film would be a bit like that, where it was, uh, especially New York being so sort of screwed up. Yeah. Uh, and uh, that would be a good movie. Yeah, I mean, and no one in the whole no one in the whole film learned not to touch this bloody stone. <laughs> they all kept on picking it up. It was, uh, you know, you would have thought someone who had all this knowledge about this special orb or stone that the first thing you do is not touch it with your own hands but everyone seemed to touch it and uh it, ah yeah so yeah. uh the last the last part uh because you said you liked that part uh martin why was that the, the, i like the visuals oh, okay I, 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 f- I found the visual really f- visuals really floaty and you know, everything every, everything was really a slow motion it was slow motion, slow motion, slow motion, all all over the, yeah. On, on the on the last one. Yeah, the last one. Yeah. yeah I just thought the the, the the I like the lines. I like the the visual. I, not necessarily the the animation and the. But I just thought it was um, as compared to the the three ones in between the first and the last. <laughs> sorry, the four ones. Did Did you like the the one or maybe two minute scene with the girl just uh, taking her yeah. clothes on? Finally, there's there's an actual there's there's a two minute scene maybe even more with a girl with just she's she she she's uh, got no clothes and she puts on one like first her her shirt and then her pants and then, uh, it, it's really strange and yeah, on, accompanied I mean, by watching, heavy metal, metal music. After watching that much <laughs> crap for an hour and ten minutes, I was just like, finally. <laughs> yeah, but having said that, I I know people that would love this movie. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm unfortunately not one of them, and I'm, yeah. I'm glad I'm not going to have to see it. It's it's a nice. I think most of them are... to, to kind of have bring along. I'm, I'm, I'm I feel it's it's more of an educate. I, I look at it as more of an educational movie in this in yeah. in like in a historical sense, not because of the nude women and all that stuff, but um, yeah, but but, but like as watching as for pure entertainment. Oh man, it's so bad. But if you like nude women and and bits and pieces of rock and roll, well, that's you know you always have porn and other <laughs> stuff. You know, they, yeah. There's options, anyways. <laughs> hey, we, we should rate this on our list. Let's start with you, Will. Uh dustbin right at the bottom, underneath uh, Rudolph. Even below Rudolph. What? Of course. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't, that your, wasn't that your wife's favorite? It is, and I've lost the DVDs. So uh, oh. I mean, I, I, I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to buy it on Blu-ray to say sorry. So. Mm. <laughs> Good. But now this is probably one of, I think, not just the worst animation films I've seen, but one of the worst films I've ever seen. Really? Yeah. But you haven't seen uh, what were the ones we saw? Interstellar five five. Oh, well, the, oh <laughs> you're going to get a surprise, Alan, today. I think. <laughs> <laughs> Vampire Hunter D. Well, that wasn't even close as bad as this one. Even half no. as bad. I mean, sorry. No, that's not bad. Well, no, uh, compared to this, even the Black Cauldron is pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Okay, uh, Martin. Well, I'm going to go out on a limb, and I'll say I'll put it in between 
Oh, this is a tough one. I'll put it in between Interstellar 5555. Was that three or four fives? Anyways, and <laughs> The Black Cauldron. I'll, I'll, I'll give it one up above The Black Cauldron just for the variety within the... It's actually it's more entertaining to watch just because it's so bad and the variety. The, the Black Cauldron is just sad. I mean, it's, it's just a tragedy from hmm. beginning to end. Okay. I actually found this more entertaining than Interstellar 5555. Yeah, but, but, it, but it's okay. not as good as South Park. So, <laughs> so I'm actually amazed that South Park is your second worst movie. <laughs> yeah, we next next year we'll uh, have the opportunity maybe to move one or no. two movies. No. Just no, no, it's too late. Uh, it is next year now. Okay. In 2011. Yeah. But the list. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe we should. Uh, we should have our a top. Uh, revi- what would that be? Top revised, revised. movie list? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Rolls off your tongue. Yeah, because South Park definitely doesn't belong down there. But it, this is my uh, second uh, uh, least favorite movie of every one we've seen. That's, yeah. that's sad for heavy metal, but. But good for everyone else. Yes. But we should We're review Heavy Metal 2000, the follow up. There's a follow up? Yes, oh, yes. It's probably better. Oh. I, I, I'm, I'm tempted to see it because if anything could do with a remake, it's this. Oh, fine. <laughs> That's perfect. We have something to see next uh, next yeah. Christmas. Yeah. Uh, just one of those Christmassy movies. Yeah. Heavy Metal 2000. <laughs> that Christmas spirit going. Yeah, we could have a Heavy Metal 2000 versus Fantasia 2000. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good idea. And uh, and uh, Blues Brothers 2000? Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. That's not really animation, is it? <laughs> but at least he's had a record. Well, that record was beaten in G.I. Joe, I think. But in Blues Brothers 2000, they set the record for most car crashes in a team. Oh, yeah. And then that was broken, I think, in G.I. Joe. Just thought I'd slip that one in. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> and by that, you're revealing that you actually saw that movie? Yeah, it wasn't that. I mean, if you're half asleep and... Really tired? <laughs> yeah. G.I. Joe isn't all that bad. Good. <laughs> I, I mean, not, at least not compared to <clears throat> heavy metal. <laughs> but you're, my, you're uh, aren't you the founder of the Michael Bay fan club? Well, yeah. Should yeah. It should be. <laughs> no, yeah. Well, come on, you, you got to give the guy credits. I mean, this is going on and on. No. But you got to give the guy credits for... No, fil- no. Not no. as a filmmaker, but no. as uh, a cameraman and an editor. Even though he probably doesn't edit the movies and stuff, he's 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 the he's the guy with the final you know the final call and uh, like visually his action sequences are I mean maybe not in Transformers too because then I, I had a hard time knowing what was up and down but in his previous movies you got to give him credit for his action sequences even though his movies lack substance I just stay away from from them yeah <laughs> you, you can't give the man Transformers one is a good popcorn movie. Yeah. Uh, it's got that awful scene where they're hiding from his parents. I think that's probably oh, one on, of the. That's w- just charming. The thing that screws up Transformers One is John Turturro. I don't. Why? Why? He just. Oh. Anyways. Uh, we should move on. I haven't yeah. seen it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, just going to end this by saying rock, rock and roll. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't and, uh, really rock and roll, really, though. Was rock, it? And roll? rock and roll. Yeah, it's true. Mm. Uh, next week we'll watch uh, The Rescuers from 1977 directed by John Lonsbury, Wooly Riderman and Arch Stevens written by Marjorie Sharp finally some quality stuff 
Yeah, that's going to be a good one. Looking forward to that one. So, uh, second part of our show is uh, summing up the decade, because 10 years spent, uh, went by in a, in a rush, or ten it years. went by really fast. <laughs> <laughs> the older you get, the fa- faster the years go, and uh, the older you get, the faster the, the decades go by. It's just because we're getting more and more senile, and we don't remember as much. That's probably a good point, yeah. <laughs> what are we uh, talking about now? Yeah, we're we're talking about <laughs> we're gonna talk about all the things that kind of changed the last ten years, and I'm gonna start out with with uh, like open up with a question: Did every internet uh, change everything? You know, we had the the blogging uh, and uh, a blog like uh, Cartoon Brew and uh, the animation blog, which we use a lot for reference and Animation World Network, etc. Started. What do you think? I just I think the internet is uh, it's more of a fad. It's it's in a, a few years it's going to be gone, and no one will use the internet. <laughs> Don't make fun of me. <laughs> no, honestly, I think the internet it, it has changed quite a bit, especially the accessibility to um, to materials, um, and also uh, I mean just in regards to filmmaking and it, how easy it is to actually put your stuff out. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a lot easier to get people to look at your stuff, but again, then the competition is way higher than it ever has been so it's kind of a I, I just love surfing the, the web and checking out the different blogs and the there's i mean there's so much useful stuff to and, and educational stuff as well with the the the, um, the spline doctors to mention some and the the john kerfalus kerchifalusi what i had never yeah. his last name red and stimpy creator websites out there yeah, uh, and like you, what you mentioned, like with the Animation World Network, just yeah. to check that out. Uh, the um, Animation Podcast. And there's so yeah. uh, there's just so many. There's just so much. It's it's more of a. It's actually become more of a problem to kind of filter out things. Yeah, yeah, that that is a major problem because there's so much stuff uh, hanging around that you have to kind of go through to get the full uh, the full uh, image of what's happening. That's, it's really hard for us to just sort out which stories are important and not as important. And do you, do you read a lot of blogs, uh, Will? Yeah, I, do. I look at a lot of artist blogs. I think that's some, that's the most uh, valuable thing I've taken from the last few years is being able to see, uh, you know, artists' work and how they come to ideas. It's just nice to see that rough stuff instead of all the polished work because then you get to see the artist's real. Um, persona and character and identity yeah. and i think it has helped a lot with a lot of the character designers from films that have come to the fore now especially if you look at um uh, is it uh the guy who did uh, a lot of the designs for uh, peter Des- peter De- i can't pronounce his name yeah he's got his own book yeah yeah that's right yeah and he's got his book coming out, which I've just ordered. So it's nice. it's it's finding out names out of people who've done stuff. Uh, I think that's really valuable. It's re- it's really nice to know, and uh, it, it feels like another kind of golden age in animation where uh, names have become more uh, prominent. You know, you know who's directing it. You know what sort of film you're going to get from them. And uh, yeah, I, yeah, I think uh, that's been really, really, really the best thing that's happened 
That's so what I, the accessibility leads to more uh, variety and not more sameness. I don't know if sameness is a word, but hopefully <laughs> you understand. And because um, I mean, it's just it's now it's like oh, that looks like that project and that project. Oh, and that project looks like that project and that project. And so yeah. it's the variety yeah. in a way. But uh, uh, an interesting thing is uh, with the internet is online schools like the yeah yeah. That has changed a lot. Because I, I have some friends that have done the Animation Mentor, and they've gotten really good. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and the reel for, from Animation Mentor, it seems that the quality is just increasing for every year. Uh, the only thing is that a lot of the sh- – I mean, maybe it's been, always been like that, but a lot of show reels look exactly the same. Especially when it's made with the same characters, you know. We yeah, talked I, about this uh, a few months back, actually, when when the reel came out from an, yeah. Fr- yeah. and yeah, I'm afraid that there's going to be uh, that uh, the animation, uh, the animator market is going to be such sat- oversaturated with animators because it's not. I mean, it's it's so it's you know any, anyone can become an animator. Before it was more of a there weren't all that many schools and it was harder to kind of get accepted. Or uh, any thoughts on that? People, people d- didn't really know how to become an animator just a few years back. It, it was something that you, that wasn't an option in a way. I never thought about this uh, 15 years ago that you could become an animator. That was something that Disney did, you know? <laughs> yeah. I, I, I think it's... I mean, what we're saying about the market being coming... Uh, there be too many animators so and just not gonna enough projects. It's just going to be harder to become one of the great ones, you know? Yeah, but you have you to. It's going to be like that, with, like with pop stars, that you know, the Madonnas and Princes and the Beatles. You you, you will you'll never have those again in music because there's just too many artists, and you you the you'll never have another Michael Jackson. It's just there's just too many musicians yeah. or, or, or bands out there. I'm not sure about that. Once in a while, there there are artists that comes out that are just uh, way beyond, you know. It's yeah. it's not going to be like the '60s with the Beatles or uh, and the Rolling Stones yeah. and the Who, but yeah, but and it's not going to be like the '70s either. But there, um, there, you could really see that. Like if if you, I I think that if you grew up in the '70s, you would probably say that there was. A lot of artists then, that, then as well as now, it was it's, it was basically the same. There wasn't any fewer artists or more artists at that time. You think so? Yeah, well, I think just based on the, the, the little that I know about animation history, I mean, especially the 70s seems to have been like a really down... <laughs> 70s and 80s was, yeah. really. Yeah. But, um... but the whole industry was was Disney. Like for... Everyone else than those that followed the the people who did the shorts and yeah yeah it was really just America really that was sort of com- was very commercial with animation yeah. so I think I think in the in the lot and then in the UK we've we've always had a bit of a history there but um, I I think it's much I think it's much more open now and I think it's I think it's great because. You do get a lot more people coming in that necessarily wouldn't have been animators fifteen years ago, yeah. but that's not to say like they're me. not. Yeah, that's not to say you're not deserving. It's uh, <laughs> you. You bring, you know, it's, it's just a tool. So, what how you? you use, to, sorry, didn't mean to yeah. interrupt there. But what are your thoughts about? I mean, there's always been a tendency to uh, 
to send, you know, you, you've got like the main team uh, doing the designs and the story and then they're shipping things you know, off to, uh, I'm guessing before, earlier it was the Philippines and I don't know, Vietnam. And mm. now with, you know, the... the uh, it's India, isn't it? That much quicker it's interesting. Do you think it's going to be even like, you know, ILM have set up a studio in India. There's a one in the, uh, Singapore, I think, or Malaysia. I mean, and this just seems to be increasing. And do you think it's going to hit a roof, like, or, or fall back on itself? Or do you think it's something that's just going to keep on uh, expanding in the next decade? Uh, I think it's difficult to, to yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think because I, I watched the latest Tinkerbell movie because yes. my and uh, when you look it at the didn't look that bad to be honest, but you have to see the film because it's it's really interesting. The film itself is quite filmed by numbers and it's it's well done, but the credit list is just full of Indian names, so it was obviously done with animators there, and and you can see certain mistakes that they've made with the rigs so it, it felt it felt like you were actually watching like a production line uh because there was no real character or any kind of individuality in the animation it was all very uh school book like they were being told how to animate and this is what you should do uh yeah. but there wasn't and i found it interesting to see that all these indian names just as there was with uh the Heffalump movie, the Winnie the Pooh film, which was full of uh, Asian names. Uh, but the animation, again, was was lacking any kind of character or individuality. But has um, it been like this for 20 years? Yeah, it, it, it has. So you, you, With The you, Simpsons and, you know, yeah, but I, I, TV. I think you're always going to have a... Diff, diff, people always want quality. People always want to have something different. Yeah. So, uh, so, but a so lot like, of these uh, people are being educated in the states now. Yeah. So, so um, don't you think the quality is gonna get uh, better? What yes. you get from those, uh, those but it's countries? Not, but it's not going to be anything individual. It's going to be very like a factory almost. So maybe they'll start their own stuff. Yeah, I, yeah, that. Well, that I mean, that's what they're trying to do in Korea, isn't it, with American money and yeah. But then but they, uh, they they've made manga through uh, through the the last twenty years, manga movies, right? Uh, anime. I'm not gonna yeah, say it wrong. Done some really excellent animated features. They did one quite a few years back with uh, which was a mix of CGI stop motion and no, with the uh, real miniature sets and. Uh, uh, and it was uh, cell, uh, traditionally animated uh, with cells, rest, and it was gorgeous. Uh, I can't remember the name. Sorry, Ram- ramblings again. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I think there is. I, I just think it's a good time to be in animation. It's just. Uh, it is. It's yeah. uh, there's a there's a lot of demand for it because Ice Age three here in Norway was the biggest grossing movie. And yeah, uh, this, uh, <laughs> did you mention it's the third most grossing movie of all time or something? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, which is not, not now. By the way, it's probably number four now after Avatar, Avatar. came out. Oh yeah. <laughs> what movie? What did you call it? Ava- <laughs> Aviator. 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 Yeah. But actually, one thing that I like about the, the I mean, it's a it's a great. Two thousand nine, I think, was a great year uh, way to kind of round up the, the last decade with uh, the Princess and the Frog and two D finally back where it belongs. 
Yeah. Um, and I think uh, for just to kind of go uh, go out on a limb here, that for the next ten years, I think it's just going to be more traditional animation, more stop motion. I just because it's there's going to uh, be more variation. Yes, thank you. Um, because I think there's there's a but just to conclude the internet thingy. Uh, I think we can just say that the internet has changed everything, right? Yeah, I think uh, is, is here it, to stay, actually. It has really <laughs> widened uh, the whole uh, animation community, and it's so much more accessible for everyone. You got all these uh, um, superstars from the uh, from the anime from Disney now that is uh, sort of household names, at least for um, all of for, us. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And just in ways you and can promote yourself now. There's so many more venues than earlier. Um, yeah, yeah. It's just so much easier to put your stuff out there. Yeah. So there's yeah. no excuse for not trying. Yeah. No, exactly. And you can, and now, especially with technology, I mean, I, I'm doing my own film now with just sitting here on my own, and then I'll be able to put it out on the internet in a year or whenever I've finished it. And I, d- I don't have to worry about getting someone to view it and... Uh, you know, and I have all the copyright. I can just put it up on the internet. So uh, I think yeah. that's great. I think that's, uh, that's 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 great for filmmakers. And then you can make money from if you have success from that. Uh, so yeah, I think it's I think it's yeah. great, and it, yeah, and we should let, embrace it. Let, let's talk about that because uh, the next topic I wanted to talk about was just uh, tying into this the, the YouTube decade. This is really the YouTube decade, uh, if not the the internet decade, because we had the internet five years before two thousand, or, <laughs> yeah. um, or fifty. Years. Not, uh, we had the World Wide Web for about five years, uh, widely available. But um, YouTube has really done a lot for everyone in the animation community, because we can we can now go online and search for something on YouTube and the likeliness of finding what we search for is like 95%, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, I mean, you've, it's, well, uh, the recent numbers that I read or heard was for every minute, there's 10 hours of footage uploaded on um, on YouTube. Well, what do you mean? Well, like in, on the global scale, there's like 10 hours of YouTube uh, footage being uploaded to their servers every minute. Oh, like that. Oh, that's insane. It's pretty ridiculous. I mean, yeah. yeah. I, mean, I mean, with YouTube, like, if you want to check out, like, acting classes or uh, interviews with actors or they're yeah. just on uh, Slash Film, <clears throat> another uh, <laughs> one of uh, the websites that we like to check out. I mean, they, they posted this. Some guy posted uh, uh, his Pixar uh, behind-the-scenes short snippet with Pete Docter and John yeah. Lasseter from 95. Oh, <laughs> and it was just—it's just hilarious to look at. And I mean, all—and this, these are things that I'd never have seen otherwise. And I, it's just yeah. so much fun. Yeah, and uh, we we have to remember that uh, people are probably losing money uh, in in certain ways from yeah, from this. But financial models are changing also. I mean, uh, yeah. Yeah, they have to. to make money. It's just, you just YouTube isn't gonna gonna be the same in ten years that it is today. But I'm actually surprised at the HD quality on YouTube now. When you hook it up to your TV, it's pretty good. Yeah, I mean it's it's better than the normal broadcasting signals that I get yeah. at home. So I mean, isn't that insane? The amount of bandwidth they uh, they have. I mean, yeah. I, in a while, there's there's not going to be any point in having a Blu-ray player or a, an Xbox or a 
you know, you can just get anything off the internet, I think. Yeah, I've been saying this for about five years and nobody wants to believe it, but people are starting to sort of... Uh uh, well, the transition yeah. is happening now. I mean, it's like, so accessible. There, there, there isn't going to be any, any TV in uh, just a few years. We're going to download everything we watch, and we're going to watch whatever we want to watch. We don't have to watch uh, the stupid crap they uh, put in our lap when we're just sitting passively in front of the TV. And it could even uh, we could it could mix with games, you know. And maybe yeah. in, in ten years we're going to watch a movie, and then we can just click a button and we get to uh, do something interactive with that movie or, you know, maybe like a game. Well, that's already, that's already happening. Is yeah, it? it is slowly yeah. happening, but uh, it, it takes time. Yeah. It'd be cool to get the rigs from the movie. So, here, go animate now. <laughs> that would be insane. Yeah. Don't misunderstand me. I, I, I want to sit down and just watch stuff. I don't, I don't want to play all the time, but... Um, the only- Sorry. It's really nice to be able to watch a series of, uh, of um, just a TV series and watch all the episodes in a row. Just yeah. one every day whenever I want to see it instead of waiting a week and it takes you all out of the story. And, yeah. The thing I'm going to miss though is the zapping. I love to zap and change channels. Yeah. Remote. <laughs> like going really fast. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think uh, I know what you mean. It's always nice finding something unexpected, yeah. like uh, like a Hitchcock film on at twelve o'clock at night. It's uh, yeah, and you're falling asleep. And... But we have other means of uh, of uh, um, discovering new yeah. stuff today. We have we, we we read blogs every day, and it's we too much. yeah, it's it's more than enough information, and it's more than enough uh, inspiring stuff to find online for us to watch. Yeah. So how, how links travel, like you get a message from MSN yeah. from someone and they yeah. send you this link and then you pass it on to your friends and like within an hour, like everyone's seeing this ridiculous YouTube clip or this, this teaser trailer for something or uh, uh, some behind the scenes stuff from an animated uh, oh. feature. And then, and then uh, within the next two hours, everyone's forgotten about it again. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, uh, do you, do we want to say anything more about the, the YouTube uh, decade? No, I think uh, that's um, my brain's pretty empty in that department. Good. Uh, <laughs> the next, uh, the next sort of the next topic is uh, Pixar versus Disney, or is is Pixar the new Disney? Well, I, 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 I j- owns Pixar now, so there there's kind of like no way around it. But I, I know I, what you mean. Sorry. Yeah, that just happened a few years ago, but. Uh, I mean, I, I had a look at IMDb, and I, I saw that uh, Pixar started out the decade with the Monsters, Inc. in 2001, following up um, the Toy Story 2 in 1999, and ended uh, with, uh, with Up in uh, 2009. That's a genius movie. That's, That's a pretty good one. Yeah, and, and Disney started out with an extremely goofy movie, A Little Mermaid 2 and 101 Dalmatians. <laughs> and surprisingly, surprisingly, ended uh, with um, the Princess and the Frog. They came back. But we we don't know if Princess and the Frog is a good movie though, yet. Fingers crossed though. But I haven't. You're, I haven't you're right. Any reviews? Uh, no. But I, I have uh, heard stuff from people, and you know, I think we talked to. Pretty good. Well, what do you think, Will? Yeah, I'm. I'm uh... I've, I've actually, this is quite interesting because I've I've been watching the progress of the Princess on the Frog with its uh, with its um, box office receipts, 
And it's on, it's on something like, uh, I think it's on something like 90 million now, or I can't, you know, worldwide. And it's been on release now for a few weeks. And it hasn't been released here. I know, but still, I think you, uh, I thought it would be something, uh, yeah, uh, especially if you look at Alvin and the Chipmunks, the Squeakle, <laughs> that's no. done 157 in two weeks. That's just pathetic. So I'm, I'm a bit, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that, you know, they just let it, it I don't know what's, no, I mean, it it will pass a hundred million in America for sure, but uh, I was hoping that it would be a bit more like 200, 250 million, but, uh, but I can't imagine that it has anything to do with people not wanting to see 2D anymore. No, no, that's just a pathetic excuse for, (laughs) I mean, I I think 2D anime, it's just as appealing as anything. Um, yeah. It's, just, it's just the way you tell it's storytelling it's what it's all about yeah, yeah. I, I I think uh... it's like what they say with with Avatar and everyone that's saying oh you know 3D uh, stop uh, some, sorry not stop motion <laughs> oops CG uh, motion, CG motion capture uh, movies they're never going to catch on and then it's, and then Avatar comes along and then suddenly it's like everyone's like Oh, maybe it's just Zemeckis is really bad at making movies now. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, yeah. it's, just, it's just a stupid excuse. I mean, if they, they, they're always going to find a way to make good movies with different techniques. It's just the basis has to be good. I mean, it doesn't matter yeah. if it's 2D stop motion or... I had to action. eat my words on that one because uh, I have been really skeptical about uh, that whole like, technology, the, the mocap stuff. Yeah. But... Uh, I think we have to differentiate the stuff that's made for, made to look believable, and the stuff that's uh, cartoony, or the, the the stuff we do, you know, animation. The uh, well, Avatar, if, Avatar isn't an animated movie. No, I agree I with you on that. Uh, and I really liked it, and I didn't really think about the CG characters that they were CG, and so. Yeah. Keith Lango has a really interesting article on this on his website where he talks about, you know, because people are complaining, oh, they use motion capture, blah, blah, blah. It's so horrible. And, and, <laughs> and uh, but he, he has some really good uh, arguments that, that I've, I was kind of relieved to read. And I, mm. I don't remember everything, but one of the, the points that he mentioned is that, you know, well, finally we have something, to, you know, that can take care of the boring stuff, you know. <laughs> Because yeah. there's so much meticulous. Oh, the walk has to be 100% realistic. You know what he wants to do a realistic walk. You want to do something no. that's caricatured. And yeah. the animation is good on caricature. And then finally we can get to spend time on that stuff and not yeah. the, the... It is sort of like taking a photograph. Yeah. Uh, you're capturing reality, but you're you're not capturing the image of the reality, but you're capturing the moment and space-time. Just imagine being an animator on working on Avatar and then you're told to, oh, <laughs> this facial expression has to be exactly the same as the one that we filmed. And then you have to go... Oh, it's stupid. It's more, it's more like rotoscoping than animation. And yeah. And I don't think we have to do that much cleanup anymore either. It, it, that's going to change. There's yeah. going to be less and less cleanup of curves. So um, I'm welcoming this uh, technology for... For these movies, and I, I said that when Gollum in Lord of the Rings came out too, that that was a great movie and it really worked for uh, Gollum. Yeah, I agree. What do you think, Will? Yeah, no, I I, I agree, but I'm still a bit. Uh, I'm a, have I'm you, a, have yeah. you seen the movie? No, I haven't yet. I was meant to see it, but then. Uh, oh, you've got something good in store. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. To be honest, I have to go see it again. 
I'm going to see another film instead, uh, Pele. So, uh, you know, oh. that's... Oh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> this is not where any good... Disney, what's going to happen there? I just hope they start making quality movies. I mean, they do sometimes have like, uh, there's the one, the the what, what's the expression for it? Uh, there's the oddball every now and then. That's good. Mm-hmm. It's uh, yeah, because I I I don't know. There's a lot of change going on at the Disney Studios, but uh, there was some really good. F- I enjoyed them anyway. I enjoyed Atlantis and Chicken Little and uh, and um, what was the other one? Box. Emperor's New Groove. Emperor's I thought, New Groove is fantastic. Yeah, there's some yeah. really good films in there that have been forgotten with the rush of 3D coming through. Yeah. But, and uh, I forgot to mention, I think the Emperor's New Groove is from 2000, isn't it? Or yeah. is that the follow-up? I think it's 2001. I'm not sure. Yeah, okay. So I intentionally uh, didn't mention that. Yeah, yeah. I did. But have you seen The Little Mermaid 2 and 102 Dalmatians? Oh, 100 and t- no, I haven't. I've seen The Little Mermaid 2, an extremely goofy movie, which is okay. It's, it's got some nice stuff in it, but it's, it's nothing if you compare it to... I what? couldn't watch the, the goofy movie. I watched half of it and, yeah. Yeah, Emperor's New Groove is from 2000, which, and I love yeah, the Emperor's it New is. Groove. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's my favorite Disney movie of the last 20 years, Yeah, by far. Um, oh, yeah. it's 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 up up it's up there. I, could, I can't think of another one, so I'm gonna let that one slide. <laughs> yeah, but that's that's but Mike Mike Dindle, isn't he? He directed that. I think he's a good Mike director. Dindle, yeah, yeah. He's a great director. New now. I just yeah. can't remember what it was. He left Disney. Yeah, he's working on. I think he. Yeah, he's working on something new, but it's an animation anyway. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, definitely. Because <laughs> Cats Can't Dance is a great film. Love that. That's got so many great stuff in it. It's, uh, and I still haven't seen that. No, you should do. <laughs> I must. I must. Oh, shocking. We should review we'll it. See it. We'll see it later this uh, this year. Yeah. Well, if anyone has suggestions for movies that we should see, you know, let us know. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, Victor uh, had the great idea of us uh, watching uh, heavy metal. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that turned out great. No, I would yeah. never have seen it if it wasn't for Victor. That's so, uh, very good point there, yeah, <laughs> it's made me appreciate other films. Yes, <laughs> put a light on different movies. I yeah, I mean, uh, I think I'll enjoy Babe Two: Pig in the City more now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, uh, but. It, yeah, what about uh, explosion in uh, 3D movies? Yeah, animated, animated movies. This, Disney started uh, in 2000. Disney was the major player, although they were sort of uh, uh, um, what would you say? They're uh, they they were losing grounds. Yeah, and Pixar came along and they just took over the market. And CG seemed to be the only thing that. Uh, um, the companies are, wanted to uh, put money into. Well, Producers wanted to put money into. But that's a typical thing, you know. Something suddenly starts making a lot of money, like the Pixar movies, and the, it's a new technique. Then the the money guys are like, oh, it's got to be the technique. Yeah. We have to make something that looks the same. And they pour lots of money into that. And then, well, sorry for Disney, but they somehow 
didn't seem to know how to make quality movies and then everyone assumed oh it's got to be the technique it's got to be the technique yeah and everyone thought oh you know cg it's that it's a new super fantastic everything has to be computer <laughs> generated and yeah again it's storytelling and then you get people like uh i won't mention name but uh, let's say uh dreamworks so, oh, <laughs> but they but with a- they found a they found a niche now i mean they've you know a DreamWorks film. You know what you're going to get. So, yeah. uh, but yeah. Disney never had that competition before. So it's great that there's there's competition because you have you've hey. got Sony Studios and uh, Fox. Yeah, Blue Sky, DreamWorks, yeah. Fox. Yeah. great. And Blue Sky. I think Blue Sky is doing a great job. They always yeah. made good movies in a way, good stories. Although they well, they, they weren't all is still up there among the really bad ones. <laughs> yeah. You think so? Yeah, it's yeah. horrible. I, I, I don't really remember Ice Age 2, but I thought that the third one was good, and I thought the first great. one was good. The first one was great. Uh, robots. I, liked, I, 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 no. I thought Robots was fine. It had a great universe, and I, I it didn't have anything I really disliked. And uh, um, Horton Hears Who, great movie. I really liked that, although That's the ending okay. is a bit uh, uh, sobby. The story is really... Ah, I, th- I like the story. I love the premise. Don't like the story. Yeah. It's not a discussion. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I really like that movie, but I, I, I it might be just that, that the animation is so great and the voice cast is just yeah, the most insanely great ever. But uh, yeah, enough well, about that. Like, it's kind of like what we talked on earlier. I mean, I think we're going to see more variety in movies now because yeah. finally, peop- the money people seem to understand that it's not. It well, you've got to be CG generated to be great. You've got so many. Uh, I, I know there's a few stop motion films coming out. You've got. Uh, You've yeah. got a new Tim Burton one, and uh, and also mm-hmm. there's there's uh, there's rumours. Well, uh, not rumours, but I I think it's just a matter of time that uh, um, Del Toro, the director of Hellboy, is going to do yeah. Pin- is doing Pinocchio in stop motion. Yeah, wow. So, uh, oh really? I mean, that's that, that, those films are for film fans. You know, they make they've got a real market there, which is. Like Coraline and yeah. Mr. Fox. And, yeah, know. and the fantastic Mr. Fox has gotten rave reviews all over the world. It's it's uh, everyone seems to like this movie because it uh, hits uh, kind of like a point a that w- it hits a nerve yeah. that no one has uh, explored yet. Yeah, it's 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 just a, you a can... really funny good movie that didn't have to be animated or it it probably did, but. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. But you can uh, you, you can put more challenging storylines in. You can put more yes. uh, adult themes in with and using animation, which I think is great. Uh, yeah. So, like, but you can leave that. Like heavy metal. No, no, it has to be <laughs> just done. like heavy metal. <laughs> yeah. like, well, you know, look at Tim Burton's films. Yeah. Uh, well, not you know, he he can put a darker edge to it, and, and not worry yeah. about losing money or the audience because it hasn't got a cartoon character in. You can leave that like, to Pixar I, and places like that. But, I mean, the, the Tim Burton movies, it's, I, I just, uh, you know, it's, it's surprising because none of them are really adult movies. I mean, they're adult movies, but they're also kids' movies. They, they work on both levels. Yeah. yeah. It'd be interesting to just make a purely adult animation. I mean, they're film fans. It's, it's, it's mature, but it still, you know, appeals to a younger audience. Uh, yeah, I don't know how young you have to be. <laughs> I think ten. Yeah. You think your kids are too young, uh, Will? I think so. Yeah, it's too. I think the story is a bit too too complicated. Yeah, I mean it's a Neil Gaiman book, isn't it? So it's. Uh, yeah. I, I I think it's more about the atmosphere. I think I 
But I, I still, I, I'm just really looking forward to what's coming out, and especially the opening half of the year in Norway. There's about six films coming out, isn't there? there animation, is, yeah. animation films. Yeah, as one we'll talk every about, month. Uh, Norway a bit later. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but uh, uh, first, just just let's just conclude that uh, 2D animation came to a halt and CG animate animation boomed, but now we're back to square one and everything is. Everything is good. Like yeah. Everything's competing on everything's competing terms. on the same grounds. Yeah. Yeah. So that is great news, and we've been waiting for this, and we've been seeing this for a number of years now. That this this had to happen. I think Everyone was saying thing this. Is animators have been saying this for almost ten years. Yeah. And finally, it seems like the rest of the world's kind of catching up. Yeah. Yeah. So let, let's talk about uh, the the 3D uh, technology that uh, started to happen. I think maybe last year, or I was, I mean, late 2008. Um, we we started seeing a bunch of 3D screenings uh, coming out, and all the cinemas in Norway are now 3D. I think, and around the world, it's starting to uh, catch on. Um, and uh, they ba- they basically did this to combat piracy, as uh, far as I know. What do you think about this, Will? The three D. I, I, yeah. st- I still haven't seen a three D film. Oh really? Uh, mainly because I have to Shocking. wear I have to wear glasses, so I have to then put glasses on top of my glasses. Mm. So yeah. um, it, they don't really think of people like me. I don't blame you. I I I have to put glasses on top of uh, no glasses, but I still don't like it. Maybe you should just but, start wearing 3D glasses all the time, Will. Yeah. <laughs> you know you can, you can get 3D glasses now online from uh, with, well, with the... Uh, prescription uh, lenses. Prescription lenses, yeah, and right. uh, they're nicely designed. and. Well, but, yeah. well, but I, still, I still have a problem because when we met... Um, Oh, Ralph Eggleston at the yeah. festival. He, I mean, he's he's an art director himself, and, he, and uh, I don't know if I can say this or not, but he wasn't openly uh, positive towards it because it it's not the colours that, that that he wants to be seen on the screen. So until they until they can yeah. sort out the, the that is the main problem right now. And I I I just heard. Um that uh, they've developed this technology now that where you can wear uh, br- bright glasses or uh, transparent glasses. Oh, I see. So it's a new system that is coming this year. Maybe they have to change their uh, uh, facilities again at the cinemas. I don't know. But uh, this is definitely coming, and it's going to be a lot brighter, and it's going to look a lot better. So it will look like the 2D print, as the the art team would have... Interpreted exactly. It. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I agree. I mean, the, the the last hurdle for me it's the glasses. Yeah. Yeah. It's, ju- it's just annoying. When I watched Avatar, after about twenty minutes, I just took my glasses off and I watched the movie. It's like semi blurred for about five minutes, <laughs> okay. and, I, and I put them on again. And I, I did this a few times during the movie, and the, but the last maybe fifty minutes, I was just so uh, into the movie that I forgot about it. Yeah. I'm gonna watch it again. Should I watch the 2D or the 3D version then? I'm thinking about watching it in 2D because it did. It didn't really. It was a, kind of a spectacle. The whole the 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 glasses and the 3D effects, but uh, it doesn't really add that much to the movie. I would love to see it without 3D. You know, I saw. Uh, I, I watched Ice Age three on uh, on Blu-ray, and that 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 film is you know it's on on my TV is 2D, but uh, it actually, f- because of the, the focal 
the camera focus they're using, it actually mm-hmm. feels like the the characters are coming out of the screen, and and they're much more um, three. You know, they're, yeah, it actually feels like I can hold it, and you can see far more of the model, and the way and the way it's lit as well is different. So, uh, so Trying actually to touch them. Yeah, it really, it really, you can see everything on it. It's so detailed, but it, it actually feels like it's, it was actually, you know, it's a cliche to say, but it was actually popping out of the screen. <laughs> and, and that's one so thing I've... maybe you don't need the glasses. Well, that's one thing I've noticed <laughs> with these 3D films coming out on Blu-ray, especially Blu-ray, especially with Up as well. There's certain shots where it, you, you really feel the character is, is popping out. So it's, yeah. a, it's a big difference between, say, uh, then I watched Toy Story after that and... Uh, Toy Story felt incredibly flat. So that was so, on Blu-ray as well. Uh, that was on uh, no normal DVD. I, I don't think that's out on Blu-ray yet. <laughs> but yeah, I just the, there's a bundle coming out now just prior to the release of the third one. Yeah, yeah, and they're both coming out out in 3D at the movies too. So yeah. I, I wonder, are they rendering it? Uh, are they re-rendering the whole movie, or they must have to? I would have thought. I know there's some technology that you can make, like 3D goggle version with uh, not re-rendering, but I'm guessing they probably yeah. would render it again. Yeah. I, I was... mean, uh, imagine the job of uh, looking through uh, 15-year-old uh, files. Yeah, because that's, that's one thing that I was just thinking 20-year-old files. Yeah. Well, going through old <laughs> traditional you know, 2D, you've got the cells. I mean, it's not, a, yeah. not any trouble like scanning them in and, uh, and, and remastering, but when you have old movies done on computers <laughs> and you have software that's 20, 30 years yeah. old. Yeah. They're no still using the same software, though. No, I think... I mean, like, say, uh, other studios, you're doing it in Maya version of Maya 4 or whatever, and yeah. five years from now, you're not going to be able to run stuff like that. No, well, I mean, you are, you are probably going to be able to do that with Maya, but uh, just, just gathering all the files and all the, everything that's linked in, and just the, the technology they used uh, 20 years ago is, is just uh, something completely different than what we do today. No, I, I just imagine this guy walking into a closet and um, pulling this big box out with a bunch of floppies. I think they must okay. get hold of the film print. I think that's what they use. Yeah, I guess. Because they, yeah, but or what you could do, which would be really easy, is you know you print every every frame out on cells, store them in boxes, and then scan them in again. And <laughs> I don't. <laughs> hey, but it's not gonna it's not gonna have the the three D effect that you have on um, something that's rendered from two angles. No. But so anyways, you know, it's a good movie if it's two D, three D, or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, Toy Story is going to be good in any case. For Christ's sake. Yeah, but it's in three days, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> That's the next it, thing. it won't be long. The greatest <laughs> film ever made in yeah, 3D. Yeah, revised <laughs> by Michael Bay. Now in 3D. <laughs> yeah. uh, but I, I must say, the best 3D experience I've had yet was watching Dial, Dial M for Murder in 3D. What? What? Yeah, great oh, stuff. It was made with, yeah, it's from, yeah, yeah. Ma- made with wow. two cameras by um, yeah. Hitchcock, Hitchcock in uh, 19... When was it from? 50, 60 or something? 50 something. 50, 50. 60 maybe or wow. something. I but it's it's, it's a 50-year-old movie and they showed it uh, here in Oslo a couple of years ago. And that was really great because it really... You could really... It was like you could reach out and touch the actors that had been dead for uh, 20 years. Scary. That, but they did it yeah, in 3D. It was really strange. 
What? They did it in 3D. Yeah, it was part of that uh, 3D boom in the... Oh, that's right, yeah. The natural vision 3D camera, that was it. Yeah, it was done with two two cameras on on, uh, 35mm. Yeah, yeah. No, wow. that was that was the the glasses were uh, perfect. I I can't remember what technology it was, but it was probably the yeah. But in the fifties, you or sixties, you were watching them with those old paper glasses, goggles things. Yeah. Oh, anyways, sidetrack. Yeah, I I just remember it being really good. <laughs> I liked it. Maybe we should move on because we're already running. Yeah, yeah. I have to. Long. I have to call yes. my sister and wish her a happy birthday. So. Uh... Yeah, yeah. Uh, you could leave us now if you want to, uh, Will. Please or Will? yeah, it's okay. Oh. You're talking about the Norwegian companies next, so uh, there we go. Yeah, yeah. Do you do you want to leave us or just jump onto your favorite movie of the decade if you're leaving us, just so we can? Okay, yeah, yeah. That's interesting. My oh great, uh, my favorite movie of the decade has to be. Can we mention more than one animated movie of the decade? Animated just one. Film of the decade. No, just give us a couple. Okay. Chop, 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 chop. Oh, crikey. <laughs> is it going to be... Is it going to be something from Pixar? Is it going to be something from DreamWorks? Of course it's going to be something from Pixar. <laughs> no. I well, think... My, go first, then. My, 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 okay, my, I, my one is uh, the triplets of... Uh, Belleville? Belleville, yeah. Wow. That's an original choice. Is it? Just making it to sound artsy. No, it is. Yeah. I, I just love that film. I think it's great. Oh, finally someone that liked that. Because I still haven't seen it. I have it on my uh, computer and I haven't seen it. Oh, I don't yeah. so... so slow. No, it's <laughs> not. But I like slow. It's That would yeah. be my favorite 2D one. And my favorite 3D one would have to be uh, Lost and Found. I know it's not a film, but it's a short film. But... Yeah, it still mm. counts. Yeah. I just like that one. That is definitely not my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think you got to have kids to uh, yeah, really enjoy yeah, that movie. No, yeah. those, those are the two films when I, I, when I saw them. They had a big, you know, when you get that... Emotional impact. Yeah, those, those films really affected sure. me and inspired yeah. me. Yeah. Uh, wow. Whereas, say, Pixar films, I haven't. They've, I've, I've kind of... Uh, I've enjoyed them a lot, but I haven't been inspired by them. So yeah. I, I, that's how I'm rating them anyway. Yeah, so, that's fair. Yeah. So, Martin, what's, what's your... Favorites. Well, um, it's okay for you to say Monsters. <laughs> I'm going to say Monsters, Inc. from 2001 is probably my favorite movie of the decade. Mon- 2000, isn't it? No, I think it's no, two- no, it was 2001. I just said that. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, and, um, yeah, I think I watched it again recently, and I was surprised at how much I still enjoyed watching it. I think I'll just leave it at that. Uh, there, there's a lot of other really great movies, but uh, so, but what what uh, what makes Monster Sing so much better than the others? I, I think it's or slightly better. Of many things. It's it's the I think the movie has heart. I think it has. It's unlike Up. Well, it is di- Up's different. I think <laughs> I love the, the the pacing in Monster Inc. I think is is it's perfect. I think the characters are wonderful. I think that's one of the things that makes you want to revisit the movies is the characters. You really, or at least I really, really like them. And it's just, I love the universe. I love, yeah. the, I love the, the premise of the movie. I think it's really sweet. Uh, even though the, the baby girl kind of uh, doesn't stand the test of time as good as the, char- the other ca- the monsters in the movie, 
I just mm. think it's it's a really sweet, warm, and um, it makes me all warm and fuzzy on the inside. That's why. I like <laughs> but you love monsters, yeah. don't you? You have a thing for monsters, Warden. Maybe. That's <laughs> you have a thing for little girls, I think. Sorry. So my emotional ramble, and you just come and shoot me right down with this yeah. perverted, uh, pedophile <laughs> joke. I just watched uh, Heavy so, Metal. See, yeah, see, you have to excuse me. My favorite movie was Princess. <laughs> But no, just, uh, just, that, just that's on my list, list though. I, I really wish that I'd seen Marion Max. No, yeah, uh, I think that might be up there among my favorite movies of but I think this decade. That's getting a theatrical release in Norway, isn't it? Well, there's always internet for that. Yeah, hopefully, yeah. we'll see. But it's out on uh, Blu-ray, so uh, oh great! Yeah, uh, I wanted. I want to say um, The Incredibles. Oh. That's been that's been my favorite for many wow. years, just because it's uh, it's something it's something different. It's uh, such a rich movie, and I think Brad Bird is such a genius and filmmaker. Brad Bird whore. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and um, the other one is a slightly smaller film, which I've talked a lot about. Uh, my Dog Tulip. Oh, oh yeah, I haven't seen that one. Yeah, I liked Marion Max too, but uh, you know when I left uh, that uh, the cinema after seeing My Dog Tulip, I, and I and I saw that little guy walk, walking out. The, the guy who made it, he was uh, at the screening. Um, it's one guy. Yeah, and he's with, his wa- with his wife who did the <laughs> account accounting or something. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it, it's just, just it's a genius story, and it's it's just really nicely animated, handcrafted stuff where you can see all the you can see all the lines, you can see the artist behind everything. You can really see that it's one guy who did the, the movie. So that's wow. my favorite of the decade. Uh, well, that's my dog well, too. Are there any like art books or uh, anything else animation related that you feel really like a gem from the the, the last? 10 years I think uh, as for uh, art of books I think Open Season is really good it's probably yeah. the best because it's oh, really? it's so much in it and, what about uh, Kung Fu Panda how does that one rate oh, that's I high. thought you were going to say Kung Fu Panda but... yeah I think uh, that's good as well but they're, they're, they're shoulder to shoulder really but I think mm. because Open Season came out first I'm going to give it the nod I think, but don't you think that the Pixar art of books have kind of lost it a little? I think so, yeah. They're too small and there's... Uh, I, I know it's not... I, I, I'm going to... I think there's there's not enough varia- variation in it. They, yeah. they, it's pretty much... You see you see more stuff online from it, but... Uh, uh, yeah, I, I wish they had a bit more things you could play with and pull out. and uh, as For people... Yeah, special stuff. I mean, like the mm-hmm. open season book and the cloudy, the chance of meatballs books are great. There's so much in there uh, that. Uh, I heard that that one is supposed to be really good. So yeah, it's great. One. It's got scratch and sniff stickers, so. Uh, oh, that's why. <laughs> my kids have scratched them to death. So uh, oh. the uh, the but, chocolate no longer smells of chocolate. Let's put it that yeah. way. <laughs> <laughs> I think one but of hey, my favorite sketchbooks from from the last ten years is uh, it's a Japanese one by one of the 
one of the I don't know if he's an, he's probably an animation supervisor and art director at uh, Studio Four Degrees. Uh, I think his name is Murimoto Shiro or something. It's a book called Zero Range or Orange. Okay. Oh yeah. Which yeah. Is just, it's just it's just you just you start on page one and you, you're basically you can't stop until you're, you're through it. There's just so much cool, interesting, different. Uh, I see, yeah. Just go out and get it if you have the chance. It's it's well worth your money. And what, yeah. a, what about... Uh, yeah, uh, Will, we're not going to occupy any more of your time. We, yeah. we know you want to talk to your sister and say hi to her before she goes to get to bed. Yeah. <laughs> so so, <laughs> so uh, thank you for hanging, hanging in with us. Yeah. And thank you for all your excellent um, knowledge, as <laughs> usual. And uh, thank you for... Uh, Spending time for, with us in the last uh, four or five shows, and hopefully you'll uh, be with us next week, right? Yeah, yeah. Hopefully it'll be more of a regular thing. But... I hope so. Yeah, yeah. I think I think this is turning out to a really great thing. Being three people, uh, it's nice when leave... someone actually knows English. <laughs> yeah, and someone who actually knows anything about animation. That's uh, it's, it's great. I don't know that. <laughs> I know I don't know that much, but uh, yeah. And we're always learning. There's always some wise ass online that will know more yeah. than us. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot to mention that one. <laughs> yeah. But that's but good. it's good to have you to remind us of words we can't remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'll, I'll be back next week for the rescuers because that's again one of my wife's favorite films. So uh, I look good. I look forward to. Uh, uh, Ridiculing it. <laughs> Maybe she could join us next week. Yeah, she she can put the emotion in. Is she on Skype? She could. Yeah, we could. Yeah, I could do. <laughs> you should hook her up and she'll join us. Yeah. Great. All right then. Okay. Have Great fun. having us with, with having you with us. I'll, I'll yeah. Uh, we'll cut now, but I'll, I'll upload this later on. Then I'll do it tomorrow. Is that okay? Perfect. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> okay. All right then. Bye bye. Bye. We're alone now. And we can have video. Finally. Ooh. You're pretty. Oh, it's so cold in my apartment. You have no idea. It's like <laughs> minus 20 degrees outside. Good. <laughs> it is. I thought it was. Uh, it's supposed to be minus 40 degrees Celsius this week in some places in Norway. That's pretty insane. That's cold. Yeah. So let's continue on uh, with our uh, decade. Our uh, ramblings. Jesus, it's our ramblings. 22 outside. Ah! <laughs> Is it? Yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy. It's so cold. Oh, we got to go out and make snow angels. Yeah, you do that. I'll, okay, I'll, be, I'll be back in ten, 10 minutes, <laughs> okay? Just carry on then. Have fun. Yeah, cool. See ya. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, the, my next uh, topic uh, was. Um, um, is this is this kind of the uh, decade when animation directors became household names? We have people like John Lasseter and Brad Bird, and and maybe even people like Andrew Stanton and Pete Doctor to a certain degree, uh, being sort of the internet superstars and uh, the the superstars of uh, of modern animation, CG animation. What do you think? I think you've always had uh, names of directors uh, promoting movies, uh, but not at Disney's. Disney is, and you have uh, Miyazaki. Everyone says Miyazaki movies instead of Ghibli, or they mean it's like one or the other. Yeah, but I, I, I meant uh, Disney didn't have any uh, superstars. They they had the Nine Old Men, but his. his uh, uh, I mean, that was part of the the ruckus earlier on because Disney, you know, exactly. had to put your name on, but you know, Disney. 
is a household name. Uh, yeah. Miyazaki is pretty um, – I mean, He is. No one, no one even comes close to Disney in that regard. And I think if you mention Pete Dark to Andrew Stanton, even Brad Bird, and maybe even John Lasseter to, to people you know, in general, they don't know who these guys are. I think we're kind of blindsided by the fact that we're in the <laughs> industry and we hear these names every day. Yeah. Uh, so I, to but honest, uh, I if, if I say is, if I say Brad Bird to someone, uh, I think one out of maybe five would probably know who well, that is. Well, that would be um, uh, someone interested in movies. Yeah, it's, it's maybe. Still, yeah. My mom. Okay, if we're going for household names, <laughs> my mom would never know who these people are. She does she know who Dorothy uh, Hero is or? Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I probably know. Meryl Streep, definitely in Glenn Close. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, but, um, if I'm going to be a bit strict about this, I'd, I'd say no. Definitely the names have become more common, but I think it's still a, uh, quite a bit uh, off from being household names. Yeah. But uh, uh, just a couple of years ago, I think most people didn't even know that um, it was Pixar that made this movie and... That's like true. I, I I know a lot of people that would say that oh uh, Pixar th- those are the guys who made Shrek right yeah oh. and I'm like oh oh no 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 no, <laughs> no you didn't no, you did not um, no I agree I, it seems like Pixar definitely has a has a name and everyone's seeing oh it's it's more the other way around now like people say, oh that's a Pixar movie or it's uh, when it's CG yeah uh, which is also a bit. So this is changing, and I, I hopefully we'll get uh, some more focus on the directors, and yeah. eventually even maybe the writers. But that's probably never going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that that, that uh, that's a dead topic for now, and we'll see well, what happens see in, uh, in, in ten years. Yeah, uh, let's talk about Norway because uh, after all, we are from Norway, and we do this uh, out of Norway. Even though we have an, an English, uh, the English Queen with us got, he now. He must have gotten lost somewhere on his way home to Britain. <laughs> yeah. Snow down or something. So uh, we like to think that this was the decade when uh, Norwegian anim- animation uh, kind of planted a flag on the on the map. Because we we started out with the, the animation, Animagicnet anim- making Free Jimmy, which we regard as sort of a... Like a, a breakthrough pioneering. movie in in or a pioneering movie, especially here in Norway. Uh, but I don't know if people outside of Norway really probably not. <laughs> pr- pr- they probably haven't seen it. They no. they've heard of it, but they haven't seen it. I talked to the people at Cartoon Brew, and they were like, "Oh yeah, yeah, I've I've seen that." But it's not like it's uh, something that everyone knows about. And then we have uh, the company we worked for, uh, Kristen Animation. We did uh, Kurt Turns, uh, Turns Evil and Film Kameratene. We did the Lias. And there's a bunch of, uh, as Will actually mentioned, there's a bunch of new movies coming out next year from Norway. Yeah, I mean, it, it's, it seems like within the last four years, there's been an animated feature coming out every year, I think. More than and one. More so. And I think that's pretty remarkable for a, a nation with four point something million inhabitants i mean it's basically the size of a regular city somewhere in europe and even more amazing we actually won the academy award for best animated short two years in a row well 
That's but kind of a truth with a few modifications it, in my it, it is. But we did the, the Danish poet. That was that was solely a Norwegian project. Yeah, but, but it was uh, done in Canada for most parts. Why would why why would you call a, a movie the Danish poets when it's made in Norway? That really doesn't doesn't that uh, take away all the glam? Maybe it's irony. Maybe it's ironic. No, I haven't seen it, so I'm not. Um, which is a shame. Um, you haven't seen it? No. Oh, yeah, I think it's probably on YouTube. So. Isn't it about a, Dane, a poet from Denmark who moves to Norway or something, and then blah, blah, blah? It's a, no, it's, it's a fun little movie, and it's narrated by Liv Ullmann, which is widely known around the world. Yeah, she was, um, she was dating, was it Ace Freely in Kiss? Oh, yeah, yeah. The, the, what's the name of the bassist? The singer, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, I can't remember if it was the bassist. I don't think they were dating or... They Anyways, had a couple of one-night stands. <laughs> so, <laughs> and what we uh, got for Peter and the Wolf, but that was, they did the comping in Norway. Yeah. So yeah. it's not like we made the movie, but we helped make the movie. Yeah. And, yeah. But it's, uh, but, but it's, it's in it's either case, it's... an Oscar. It is an Oscar. It doesn't get much bigger <laughs> than that. No. <laughs> and uh, we have uh, the deal between uh, Bug, which is a company from Bergen in Norway, uh, making a, signing a deal with, uh, with Disney for an animated TV series. And that was probably uh, kind of a result of the Academy Award in some, some case, some, some ways. I have no comment to that. I, don't, I have no clue. I, I wouldn't know, but... It seems like this is uh, this is just a wave that's. Uh, it's, it's good times, definitely. That's yeah. for sure. So does uh, does Norway represent something different, or is it just uh, plain luck or plain hard work? <laughs> uh, to, that, to be, the movies that have come out, especially Free Jimmy, it's definitely something. It's that is something different. It's very different from anything. And you can else. like it or not, but it's it's something completely new. I mean, if you look away, I mean, it, it's not, it's 2010 now, and if you look away from from the animation and, and some of the renders, and or even if you just listen to the, the English version as a like a radio play, yeah, it's it's a great story. The the dialogue is amazing. It's it's a really 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 it's a it's a great um, it's a great story and it's really dark but humorous. And yeah, there's nothing else like it out there. I think. I think. And it it's a movie that was made by an individual. Yeah, definitely. You know? It definitely has the individual director. Well, we, it's 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 very different from Miyazaki, but it's the same way. And uh, you know, that's a one guy directing a movie. It's not like mm-hmm. uh, other bigger companies. Uh, yeah. I think also, you know, being from Norway, some of the stories that we tell and some of the, the movies that we've made are definitely introvert in the sense that it's for a Norwegian audience. Mm-hmm. And, and the storytelling is kind of based around local humor and characters. So I don't think yeah. it has... Free Jimmy did terrible in uh, in the UK. I can imagine. Yeah, they, it got the, the worst <laughs> reviews. Really, the, oh, well. the worst reviews. So... That's too bad. Yeah. But it did open a lot of doors for us. I mean, it's good good times in the animation business right now, so just yeah. it stays like that. Yeah. I mean, who, who finance crisis? I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it, it is start, starting to look a little bit dark, darker, but uh, we'll see what happens. Fingers crossed. 
Fingers crossed. So let's move on to the the more sad uh, stuff. Uh, a lot of people, a lot of great animators left us uh, these uh, past 10 years. And uh, there are no more nine old men among us. Uh, the last four of them died uh, the last 10 years. Starting out with Mark Davis in 2000 and then... Um, Follow, following up <laughs> that's uh, let me rephrase that um, <laughs> Ward Kimball died in, in uh, 2002 great guy did a lot of uh, excellent uh, funny animation crazy, yeah. yeah and he did the tooth uh, plunkin uh, whistle <laughs> uh, short that won an Oscar and uh, then, of course, there's Frank Thomas in 2004 and Ollie Johnson in 2008 and Ollie Johnson how old was he? 95? Wow. Something like That's that. That's a good run. That's a That's good a really run. Good and, run. And those two guys, Frank Johnson, Frank Johnson, Frank <laughs> Thomas and Ollie Johnson, they, they did the Jungle Book. 50% of the Jungle Book they did themselves. Yeah? So they, they were just great artists and a great loss to the, to the animation community. I think it's just kind of like that generation. It's, it's, it's so sad that it doesn't, exist anymore it's just yeah. like that treasure chest i know you, you've got all these people that have been you know delving into that period of time and and doing research and talking to to the, those guys and but it's just uh i don't know it just it's it's like your grandpa isn't there anymore in a sense it's, it's a tacky way to put it but it's <laughs> it's something it like is. those old yeah. values and you know it's the craft and, and it's not going to be like that again never like no, no one's gonna, no one's gonna work for for seventy years with animation. You know, people move on to other things after ten years now or twenty years. You know, so uh, I don't think there's gonna be anyone like Frank Thomas, Ollie Johnson, or Mark Davis, Ford Kimball, those guys. And then you have uh, a bunch of other guys that died. You had uh, starting out guys. with uh, Walt Walt Stansfield, uh, Stansfield in two thousand. You can get his books out now. You know, they're from. Uh, yeah, his uh, sketch sketch notes. Oh, amazing! Yeah, I have I have both of them. They're really really great, and they're thick and worth I'm, weight in gold. Yeah, I haven't read them, but I've been <laughs> looking at all the pictures, and they're <laughs> they're really nice. <laughs> so if I suddenly get inspired to learn uh, how yeah, to, every animator should own those. Yeah, it's that simple, really. Yeah. Uh, and then you have uh, Bill Pete, who did uh, most of the classic uh, Disney stories. Uh, great uh, writer and a really insanely great um, storyboard uh, artist. guy. Artist, yeah. Joe Grant, 2005. Worked for Disney, worked for yeah a bunch of other companies. Just a great, great uh, animator and uh, director, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean... And recently, John Raft in uh, Raft in two thousand and five, just the guy who 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 did most of the story on um, Toy Story one and two and uh, mm -hmm. Monster Inc. and an insanely great artist. Uh, he, he was the main story guy at Disney. At Disney, at, at Pixar, I mean. <laughs> the other Disney. Yeah, the other Disney. <laughs> you can you can actually get away with saying Disney instead of uh, Pixar now. That's good. Pixar guys are gonna cringe, but yeah. Yeah. 
Then there's uh, another guy, uh, Joseph Barbera. I don't know if you've heard of him. Oh, yeah. Hanna Barbera. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You know, they're making... Sorry, I, I'll mention that afterwards because it's, it's disrespectful. Go on. Uh, yeah. So, uh, I don't have to say anything about uh, Hanna Barbera and, and Joseph Barbera, but, uh, you know, great stuff. And they, uh, they made um, uh, the longest-running cartoon ever to have been on TV, I think. Uh, before uh, Simpsons, and they started we, off with Tom and Jerry as well. And yeah, like, before even before that, and yeah, but they the did the, 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 the done on TV. It's good, yeah. good and bad. But I think I think the 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 Flintstones uh, was probably running for about twenty years. That's amazing, and, and it's still good. running and running and running. You could, if you have enough uh, stations, you could uh, watch uh, <laughs> Flintstones at any time of the day. Great stuff. I grew up with that. Um, Bill Melendez. We saw, we saw a couple of his uh, movies recently, or at least one of them. Help me out here. I'm running. Yeah. <clears throat> we saw the the Charlie Brown um, oh. Christmas special. You didn't see that. I didn't see that one. Yeah, so you're excused. But he did that, and he worked for uh, for Disney early on. He uh, was a part of the writers the, the strike. Oh, in, okay, yeah. Um, he was one of the, the guys who left in the, in the late 20s or early 30s. Again, an embarrassing moment <laughs> when I don't remember the exact uh, years or decades. Uh, and uh, ended just recently. this just recently with uh, one of the greatest of them all, Roy E. Disney, who did so much for Disney the last 10 years. He's the guy who really held in there and... Uh, and made uh, Disney uh, do a deal with Pixar and do uh, do two uh, D animation. You know, so that's uh, that's ten sad list. Yeah, great guys. Yeah, great guys. And of course, it's not that sad because we can watch their movies any any uh, day of the week. <laughs> and, that's true. I mean, they have a huge you know. legacy that they leave behind. Yeah. And we've seen stuff by all of these people uh, just the last year when we've been doing the podcast. So, you want to round up uh, the decade? What 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 will the next decade bring? I think. What? Uh, just just to, uh, on a side note, do you know they're making a three D Tom oh, and yeah, Jerry movie? Yeah. Uh, a three D or CG or CG Tom and Jerry movie? Oh my! I know. It, it's like it, an insult. Kind of like the the Garfield I hope thingy. not, but who knows? I haven't seen it though, but... Well, it seems <laughs> like they're turning every property into CG now anyway, so... Uh, I'm still waiting for uh, the Roger Rabbit movie. <laughs> I just... I wonder yeah, how that's going to be. Yeah. But I'm actually quite excited about that one. Way more excited about that than... Oh, yeah. Tom and Jerry. Definitely. Uh, yeah, S- the next decade. I think... Um, yeah, speaking about... Uh, speak, speaking of mocap. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Well, I definitely think you're going to have more Avatar-ish kind of movies, hopefully on the same level and probably even way beyond that. And I just hope, you know, that finally we've seen you can do movies with decent quality. And um, Yeah. Yeah, to me, Avatar was one of those moments like when you saw Jurassic Park for the first time or The yeah. Matrix. But is that is that really related to, to animation? animation? Well, I guess not really. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's interesting. Are they going to use that? That's the big question, isn't it? Isn't it? Are they going to use mocap for uh, for uh, cartoons or 
whatever you want to call them. CG movies. They kind of already are or have been, I guess. But but I don't think Pixar is uh, even considering that. I think that was one of the... Was it on Ratatouille? Or I can't remember which one it was. But it had like a disclaimer at the end. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. No mocap? Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, I applauded yeah. Uh, and I think, I mean, it's what we talked about earlier on. I think there'll be more variety, uh, like with visual. I think hopefully that the, you won't have those, that the different studios will try out different styles and not be, uh, like with Pixar, it, with the last movies, it seems like it's kind of, they, they, they do look the same in a sense, I feel. Mm-hmm. And it's yeah. kind of that with a lot I think of, they should experiment more. I wouldn't mind it. I mean, uh, especially when you have... I mean, that goes for every all the studios. I, I hope we see more variety in the next decade. I think that's, yeah. that's my hope. Yeah. Um, yeah, that, is, that that's interesting. And uh, having watched uh, Monsters... Uh, what's it called? The, the Monster House? Yeah. That, uh, that, was, that was a great movie, but it really... Proved, was, it, it really proved to me that uh, mocap isn't really working for this medium at all. It, 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 the mixing of the, the natural motions and the and the cartoony look, yeah, it it doesn't click. Yeah, <laughs> I love the art of Monster House. The book is great. I just don't. Yeah, it's a I great story. I think it the visuals work. Also, yeah. I'm, I'm I'm excited to see what will happen with the internet. Uh, like with with the ability to expose your your stuff, uh, your artwork, or you know, like financial models on the internet. I think that'll be really interesting to see how that will be incorporated with the, the animation industry. Uh, will will there be new outlets on the internet? Will there be different ways of financing short movies? And um, yes, and, and, yeah. and how the animation community? How how will that be in five years and ten years from now? Uh, I think that's going to be interesting, and I think that yeah, I'm that I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah. What about you? I I tend to agree with you. <laughs> oh, you're so sweet. I'm empty. Yeah, okay. yeah, well, it's been, geez, we're it, already on one hour and thirty-seven minutes. It's pretty. Yeah. It's like the ramblings of the last decade. Yeah, but it's good to kind of talk th- things out and it's not like uh, looking at the <laughs> the clock all the time. Yeah, but it's it's like therapy. It's it's kind of like nice to get it out, like you know. Yeah. Get some new uh, So, what do you think of the the last uh, half a year with the ACP? We've been doing this for thirty seven episodes now, and and uh, twenty, I think twenty six of them probably has been the weekly podcast i'm actually i, I i'm really enjoying myself I, I i love the way that we we have to not have to but you know we get to watch <laughs> well sometimes it's like you have to watch movies and i'm really glad that i do because it's, it's yes it's, it's it's a good way to kind of uh broaden one's horizon if you will and also it's it's good to uh it's like a kick in the butt i get to see a lot of movies that i'd never see yeah and usually they're good yeah, because it's like if you, if you, if you didn't uh, have to figure out one movie to watch out we, uh, to watch every week that was like a classic animation movie, uh, then I probably wouldn't have seen those movies unless they by accident turn up on TV, and that's very unlikely with a lot of the movies we've seen. Yeah, and it's just, it's cool to get you know we we get feedback from our listeners, and it's it's just it's fun. I mean, there's yeah. it's like this dialogue, and it's also fun with the, the feedbacks because you know it's it's a good way to make things better. 
And yeah. I, I think the, the, the more recent ones are a lot better than the first ones, so I think we're moving in the right direction. I, I, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's fun. It's, it's fun to hook up. It's fun to, to chat, and it's fun to you know, go on ramblings about things and that one's really passionate about. And it's also... Um, uh, it's it's yes, yeah, it's, it's a good. Uh, it's, it's a great way to meet people, also. I oh, think definitely, it's yeah. It's, I love doing interviews. I think it's it's such a great excuse to go talk to people that I'd never dare to <laughs> talk go or talk to. So it's uh, yeah, it's it's great. I love it. It's yeah. fun. Lots of fun. Yeah, and it, uh, I I think that uh, I, I I hope that more people would send us letter and letters and we we get it we get a, a decent uh, amount of uh, letters every month but not not nearly enough and I we would love to hear from you and hear what you wanna what you want to hear more about and what we do right and what we do wrong and you know so oh, please. Um- yeah, and another thing I love about doing this show—it's it's a great way to get your enthusiasm for animation back and that geekiness. Yes, because you know you go to work and you come home and you're tired and you want to watch TV, and then mm-hmm. you start talking to friends about animation, and, and then you just kind of go, "Hey, that's cool! You have to watch that." <laughs> Did you read yeah. that? Oh, over on that website, they said that this and this. It's just—it's yeah, it's great. Yeah. So, uh, especially for me now, because I I don't actually work with animation at the time, so. I'm working on this uh, this game project that I'm trying to fi- finance, and that's a totally different area. Although I'm going to use animation in the in the game, but uh, it's really great to be able to once every week see a movie, an animated movie, and really think through the movie and watch it with uh, critical eyes, <laughs> and then talk about it later. Yeah, do the bitching and the praising, and the, <laughs> that's great. Yeah, we're having a good time. And it's great to have Will with us because he's a such he's such a knowledgeable guy. He's such he's such a dick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as you would say. Uh, so you want to round this thing up? Sure. I think we're there. Yeah, that's the only thing left to do. Yeah. As I always say. So uh, please leave us voicemail on Skype. Please do. Uh, our username is Animation Conversation, and uh, don't forget to visit our swag shop. That's where you'll find your ACP t-shirts, mugs, and used Christmas stockings. <laughs> Send us your tips, uh, feedback, and uh, or whatever comes into your mind. Feedback at animationconversation.com is the email address. And please read the show notes. That's where you'll find all the links related to this show. That's it for this week's Animation Conversation Weekly Podcast. Until next time, have fun. And animate. <laughs> What? What? <laughs> <laughs>